Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal. Let's talk. A logo is a huge part of branding for any company or business. One of the most recognizable logos in the world is the Nike swoosh. When you look at a tennis shoe, you know it's a Nike because of its legendary logo. As believers, we have something like a logo too. When people see us, they should know that we are Christ followers by this one thing. John 13, 35 says, By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So love is our logo. It is the symbol that marks us as believers to the world. When love is absent from your life as a Christian, you will start to become unrecognizable. When you buy a pair of Nike shoes, there is a standard in quality that you expect because of what the brand promises. High quality performing shoes is what Nike produces consistently. If you were to experience anything less than that, you would be bewildered and disappointed. See, when we made a decision to follow Christ, we instantly became his representatives and ambassadors, according to 2 Corinthians 5.20. Here's my question to you. When people encounter you, are you representing the brand of Jesus Christ well? Or are people leaving confused and maybe disappointed because they experienced something less than what Christ represents? See, when Jesus was talking to his disciples in John 13, he did not say that people will know that you are my disciples by the miracles you do. No, he said, they will know that you're my disciples by the way that you love one another and not even necessarily the way that you love God. No, people will see that you are truly a Christ follower by the way that you love one another. Despite all of your church going, volunteering, and good deeds, if you don't have love, you're still missing the mark. Paul puts it like this in 1 Corinthians 13, verses one through three. He says, if I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all the mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. See, many of us may be deceived that we are representing God well and wearing the logo of love loud and proud because we have all of these spiritual gifts. Paul is saying it is very possible to operate in those gifts and still have your offering not be pleasing to the Lord. It will be equivalent to a noisy gong or clanging cymbals. Verse 3 of 1 Corinthians 13 says, And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burnt, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. At best, your charitable acts will only make you look like a good person, but not a person transformed by the love of God. Paul goes on to say in verses four and eight, he describes love, what it is. He says that love is patient, love is kind, it is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant, it does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. See, Paul is saying that love is all of these things together. When one is not present, it's no longer love. Like you can't be kind, but not patient and call it love. Or you can't rejoice with the truth, but be arrogant 
and call it love. That's like trying to make lemonade without lemons and still trying to call it lemonade. It takes all three ingredients. Now, some of you guys may be thinking that you're doing a pretty decent job in this area. You genuinely love others and, and that's great. I thought I was doing a great job in this area until God showed me that I do a good job loving people who love me, but I struggle with people who are difficult to love. Matthew 5 verses 46 through 48 says, For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? If you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? So God is saying the way to measure how well you're loving others Look not at how you love those who love you, but examine how well you love your enemies. Some of you may have a false sense of achievement in this area because you've been doing an amazing job loving the friends that you like, the coworker who never annoys you. You're doing a great job loving the family members that never get on your nerves. Well, I think that's awesome and yes, that is love, but you don't need a relationship with God to love those who love you. Even an unbeliever can do that. There ought to be something supernatural about your love. The way you love people ought to be unexplainable. So today, examine the way that you love one another, especially your enemies. And I'm sure we all have room to grow. Let our love for one another be the symbol, be the logo, be the thing that draws others to Christ our Savior. Let's pray. God, would we represent you well by the way that we love one another. In Jesus' name, amen.